Hello again. Pastor Deborah here. Hi. Welcome. We're in another part of my dear spiritual child letter from me, Agape Love himself. We're beginning part number 64 of the letter. You remember, it's been a long one. Remember, I used to send it out with some teddies. Let me show you, Mr. Teddy, so you can remember the love of a father, Teddy, that I used to buy from Walmart during Valentine's Day. I would send him out all over the world to witches, high priest, counts over in England, heavy metal music people, homosexuals, lesbians, transgenders. I sent him out to people in the psychic world. Mm-hmm. Boys, children, girls, women, witches. Oh, Teddy, he been all around the world with this letter. So say thank you, Teddy, for traveling. Mm-hmm. So let's get more into the letter. We had started a part. I want to remind you, no green screen around me. That's right. So I look a little strange, maybe a little fuzzy. My arm might go into the video and disappear. And this is a wonderful motion video by Pixabay. And I'm recording in Zoom Pro. That's right. And we want to thank YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter for allowing these videos to come on their platforms. They are wonderful platforms that God is using. Yeah. He's been reaching out to the owners, to the creators, touching their hearts with his love. And they're helping him to be about his work. So we're going to do another video. We've just started. And this is going to be part number two of the ending part of the letter. It's called, Let's Take a Few Steps with Him. It has to do with prayer and things that you can do. Now that you've heard his word, now he wants to hear from you. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for continuing to love us so much and help us. Because we are trying to find you, even though we may not know that you are what and who we are looking for. Thank you for traveling the galaxies to the far distant places to other solar systems, to every living creature on every planet. Father, thank you for never leaving us, always calling to us, speaking to us, even though we did not hear you. Thank you for forgiving us. We have not treated you nice. But Father, help us now as we come into a relationship with you. And we speak to you maybe for the first time in a relationship we've never had. Help us to take a few steps with you. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. As I said, this is part number 64 of my dear spiritual child letter. And this is part two of let's take a few steps with him. In part one, Pastor Deborah spoke, prayed, and petitioned on your behalf as a royal priest from the kingdom of heaven to the heavenly father on your behalf. 
I talked to him, brought you up, presented you and your needs to him. And he's heard them. Because he only hears prayers of his heart, of his word to fulfill. This is his desire and his work. Now, I want you to say and repeat after me if you want to. And talk to him yourself. You may not have ever done that. Be alone. can be like this young gentleman or lady or child. You're all alone. You're looking. Your head may be bowed. You may be sleeping. It may be a spirit prayer. But let's you begin to talk to him. Mm -hmm. So you just sort of repeat after me. All right, I'll help you. Dear Heavenly Father, we start there. Most gods that you have been praying to, they do not consider you nor want you as his child or her child. They just want you to be an obedient servant. Don't ask questions. Don't understand. Maybe you read books from the ancient centuries ago. Maybe you follow prophets. Maybe you just repeat what you have memorized. But there's no relationship. No personal talking to him. Maybe you just repeat prayers. That's all. But let's continue. This is your time to be with him. To talk with him. So you go, dear Heavenly Father. Just that statement alone says he is in heaven. He's a father. And you're coming as as a new child to him. I come to you as your spiritual child. Born again through my confession of faith. Even if nobody heard it. Even, Father, if I did not say it out loud. This is private between you and me. My confession of faith, belief in your son, in Christ Jesus, who I was told loved me and loved you, and that he went to a cross and he died for me so I could come home to you. I believe that, Father. I believe he died and he rose again. My belief is small, but I believe it. I believe that you sent him to help me find you, to build a way back to you, to the kingdom of heaven, to have peace and love in my spirit. I believe you sent this Christ Jesus as my spiritual savior for my forever person. I believe you sent him as your lamb, your sacrifice. To redeem me back to you. That's the first step. Most people. Not sure if that's what happened. But just keep repeating. And we'll take, give you a little break to think about what you just said. Mm-hmm. I believe. His death. On a cross long time ago, was the price that you paid, Father, 
from me. You paid it to spiritually help me because you love me with a love beyond my understanding and more than I ever knew or maybe have even understand. That's humility. Don't understand it, but you have a small, teeny, weeny belief that this is real. And it's for me and my spirit. Father, I come to you the best way I know how. As a spiritual representative of my family, my forefathers that came before me. I confess, I admit to you that they and I have sinned against you and against others. I have not loved you with my whole spirit, soul, and body. And I have not loved my neighbors as myself. Because I didn't even love me. There was no love in me to love the enemy. Bad people, wicked people. My family who abused me. Others of other nations and cultures, religions. There was no love in me like you have. So that I could love them. Father, I have broken the royal law of a copy love. Many, many times. I don't even know what it is. My family didn't help me to know the royal law of agape love. Father, I humble myself to you in my heart, my mind, my spirit, my soul. And as this young man sits, he's humbling himself before the almighty God out in the heavens that he recognizes are before him. He's coming the only way he knows how. Quietly. Off by himself. Bending his head. Talking to God. Privately. This is spirit to spirit. He does, God does not hear your soul. Your repetitions of prayers. All your acts and deeds you do with your physical body. Mean nothing to him. All your pilgrimages, worshiping at idols, means nothing. He's looking for your spirit. He's a spirit. He's looking for your spirit, your forever person, to worship him, to talk with him, spirit to spirit. He wants you to have truth about him and yourself. So he sends out teachers and pastors, like Pastor Deborah, to help you. So this is your time now with him. I've come to you the best I know how. And I repent. I turn from these generational sins, these trespasses and iniquities that so easily have entrapped me and deceived me and my family so that we broke your royal law of agape love. I humbly ask you 
to forgive my forefathers, me, my children, my family, from Adam through 10,000 generations to come on earth or whatever planet you are from. You're speaking into the future now. You're asking for the cross to go forward long after you're gone to be about its work. Father, I humbly ask your mercy and forgiveness for all the times of forsaking you and bringing hurt and offense and pain to you and others. Because of me and my family, our culture, our nation, rejecting you and not loving others with your agape love. Heavy-duty prayers from a young child seeking to be clean and free, recognizing the thoughts and the actions of their life that they were not founded, grounded in agape love. Sometimes it's painful. You're sorrowful. Pastor Deborah did this many, many times. Every time I felt convicted, my conscience would bother me. I had to go off quietly and pray and talk to this God. No music, no church service, no one speaking, no repetitions of prayers. Just an intimate, personal conversation. Talking with, talking to this unknown God. That loves me. Forgive us for spiritually betraying you, neglecting you, abandoning you for others, for other gods, maybe goddesses, other ways of thinking, for not having a godly love as our foundation, going after other things, money, sex, power, authority. Ruling of nations. Father, forgive me. For I knew not what I was doing. Forgive us. When you say that, you're asking God to forgive others as well. Maybe your family members. Your friends. Your community. People you work with. People you know. Humanity. Forgive us. For believing that you, Father, and your words of light were not enough. We had to do something. We had to force people to believe. We had to pay money, tithes, taxes. We had to go to church, pray for you six times a day. Whatever we did, Father, it did not bring me into a deep, intimate spiritual relationship with you agape love forgive me forgive us all in the name of christ jesus 
then take a break. Breathe some air. Look around. Wipe the tears from your eyes. He's not gone. Sometimes these kinds of prayers, they're very powerful spiritually. You've humbled yourself in your spirit, soul, and body. You're desiring a deep, intimate conversation. You're wanting to talk to him, yourself. So be as this young man. Go off by yourself. It can happen in your dreams. It can happen anytime. Oh, Heavenly Father, forgive us for not truly believing you and your words, but doubting. Forgive us for leaving your path of righteousness and going our own way that was crooked, wicked, and perverse. Forgive us for not desiring a deep, intimate, spiritual relationship with you and therefore spending no time or fellowship with you daily. It takes work, even in the natural realm, to have intimate relationships, friends, family. It takes a lot of time. Father, I know now I have brought great sorrow and pain to you. I didn't know how much you wanted to have a deep spiritual relationship with me. I didn't even know you were real spiritually. I served other gods. I believe people what they said about you. I was ignorant and not really interested. That's how most of us are. We want a little taste of it once a week or six times a day or when bad things happen. But the rest of the time in our life, not interested. Father. A lot of people say, Father God. Some people say, dear Jesus. Some people say, just God. He likes you, his child, to call him Father. That's the relationship he's trying to build. Father and a child. You have to start there first and grow in your relationship with him. Father, cleanse my spiritual life and my family now and 10,000 generations to come. You're speaking prophetically into the future. And all of our of all of our wickedness and evil ways in your sight. For us not wanting to even see and believe in you. And not seeing our spiritual lives through your eyes. Forgive us for being in religion. Allowing cultures, ancestors, 
to conform us and shape us, lead us and guide us, not into your world, your kingdom, into a relationship with you, but to others and other things. Forgive us for honoring our ancestors and treating them like gods, calling on them, praying to them, invoking their names. Father, forgive us for seeking other spiritual help besides you. Father, I'm beginning to learn how to thank you for this spiritual freedom I've never known. Thank you for teaching me through Pastor Deborah and all of the videos. Teaching me that I was in spiritual captivity for spiritual generations. Strongholds of Satan and all of his beliefs controlled me in his antichrist ways. His thoughts and beliefs in Satan's strongmen that controlled me and held me in captivity through ignorance over my spirit, soul, and even physical body. Father, forgive me. I did not know. But thank you for setting me free. And Father, thank you for getting me out of spiritual bondage to the fear of death that I didn't even know I was in. And it's control of my thoughts, my emotions, my decisions and perceptions. Thank you for freeing me. Also, thank you for freeing me of the strong men of bondage in every area of my life. Unseen chains and fetters of iron that controlled my thoughts, my feelings, my emotions, my actions. I didn't know I was a prisoner of darkness and spiritual evil, wicked things. But thank you for giving me truth and light. Thank you, Father, for spiritually freeing me from the spiritual separation between us and not desiring to even come close to you. I laughed you off. I didn't want to have a relationship with you. I was afraid you were going to judge me guilty for all my sins. So if I ignored you, separated you from myself, my government, my family, then I would not be judged guilty for there would be no sin. But forgive me for doing that and not desiring for you to judge me, to look at me and help me to see. I knew, Father, things were not right. I'd get angry at people when I'm challenged. I knew what I was doing most of the time. But as long as I kept you at arm's length from me or I found some religion or some god or goddess that would accept me in what I did, my conscience stayed seared. Thank you, Father, for forgiving me, for not desiring a very close and intimate spiritual relationship with you out of fear of being judged. 
Thank you, Father, that you helped me into the light to be judged. And I could hear, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And let's end right here. It's a very powerful prayer so far. That's right. More is to come. But let's just let this sink in. Go slow when you talk to him. You don't have to repeat. You can stumble. Don't even, sometimes you can't even speak. But he can hear your silent cries. He can hear your thoughts. Just take time for him. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that you're taking a little time. You're walking with them just a few steps into their new life as a child with you, cleaning them up, changing their diapers, so to speak, wiping all the filth off of them, helping cleanse their thoughts and feelings. Going in and saying, I forgave you on a cross. You do not have to be afraid of me and my judgment. I just wanted you to know yourself what you were doing was not right. And then I would tell you, because of my love for you, I paid the price for all your sins. Your iniquities, your transgressions on a cross. And now let's start as a baby. That's where you are. You're a baby. Just sort of born. Don't know much yet. Just sort of getting your life kind of in order with this heavenly father. So, Father, be about your work. Fulfill Isaiah 61 and 62. In their lives, hear their prophetic prayers for their families, for generations to come. Father, you reach beyond all stars. You're in every galaxy, every planet. You're reaching out to every living creature, no matter where they are. Father, this is your work. Be about your business and setting spiritual captives free. Of guilt and shame, condemnation, fear of death. Help them, Father, slowly and steadily. As we work through your story, your letter, and they learn how to take a few steps with you. Getting clean, purified, and building their relationship with you. That they can come to you. And when they mess up. And Father we know. Pastor Deborah knows. That they will mess up. Even as they're growing. That they can come to you without fear. If they'll be honest. Quiet. Reflective. Help their consciences. To be unseared. Give them a Hebrews 4.12. Out of the lust of their eyes. Of their soul, the lust of their flesh, of the physical body, and the pride of its life. Give them that spiritual circumcision to free the spirit, the forever person. Be about your work, Father, and we'll pick up again with you, Father, 
in the next part of walking just a little bit with him. All right, everybody, stay here in the garden and just think and ponder. Keep talking to him. He's not gone anywhere. You are in his presence right now. And he is here. Bye.